Oh, hello, Will. Hello, Greg. Oh, thank you very much for joining me. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to also welcome our listeners to Will and Greg's uh, podcast on, on our English everyday communication. And in our conversation today, um, we often uh, focus on communication, but we don't focus on the resources sometimes that we use in communication. And one of those important resources that Will and I have been talking about is printing. So basically, pre-COVID or before COVID, uh, many people in the office would usually use the printer to provide information to staff, through reports, and to other coworkers. But now, post-COVID, because a lot of people have been working online and tele-network uh, working, uh, many people instead use other forms of uh, different apps in order to send and receive information. So today, our focus is on printing. And I want to ask, uh, Will, um, now that we are presently, okay, uh, getting over uh, the COVID situation, many people are still working online. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, in your opinion, do you think there is still a demand for office printers or printers in general? Yes, Greg. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Um, I think basically the trend is uh, now rather than printing things out, uh, storing them electronically, maybe on flop, uh, and, uh, USB drives, uh, on the cloud, um, rather than, you know, printing uh, out hard copies uh, on paper. Right, absolutely. So what you're telling me uh, basically is that uh, maybe... Uh, many of uh, people now have uh, made a transition and they have become more uh, technically aware right. and more comfortable using uh, online uh, technology towards clouds and so on to, to save their data exactly. or share folders so that they can share it. Right. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, so companies such as, for example, Canon, Hewitt Packard, uh, right. Epsom, and so mm -hmm. on. Um, for many years, they have been providing these printers to offices and to customers. Right. And the question is now that how do you continue as a business to provide, have a demand for printers? Do you right. think it will change? What's your yes. Well, uh, I think, you know, uh, Greg, I think there's still a demand. It hasn't gone away entirely. Uh, there's still a demand, you know, for, uh, you know, hard copies. Like, for example, if you need a contract, you know, usually a lot of times it'll be printed out. Okay. Um, but the trend is, yeah, now for things to become more, you know, digitalized. Okay. Um, so let me get an example. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I needed to have something notarized. Okay. Uh, and I had to use a notary public. And uh, for those of you that don't know what a notary public is, it's a person you go to who will verify your identity. Okay. Now, um, you know, since I live here in Vietnam, okay, that 
means I would have to go to the U.S. Embassy, um, okay, in uh, Ho Chi Minh City, and uh, you know it's a two-hour uh, drive, and it's very expensive. I think it's like fifty U.S. dollars per copy. Uh, and someone will, I would, you know, show my uh, passport, and then they would verify my identity, and then put a stamp on the document. However, uh, now, okay. I didn't even have to do that. There are services, okay, where you could have a document notarized online, okay? And you could even sign the document online using your mouse, okay? And I was very surprised about it. I mean, it was, it was great, it was very convenient for me. Um, okay, I didn't have to, you know, go to Ho Chi Minh City, which is two hours away and spend like $70. Uh, it was only about 20 US dollars. And uh, it was the whole thing was done online. So basically, I uploaded the contract, okay, um, and um, I had my passport ready. And I, you know, uh, using my webcam, I just uh, they, you know, uh, they saw, you know, uh, I think they also took a, a, I think I also uploaded a copy of my passport. But yeah, they um, verified my identity online without me having to go into a notary public. Uh, and uh, uh, fill out uh, paperwork. That is amazing. So physically, you didn't need to be there. That's correct. And still be able to verify. That's uh, definitely um, a, a great opportunity and how we have evolved in technology. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you were talking about the printing technology and you talk about this uh, new way of how we can access uh, different documents, especially notary public and so on. It made me also realize that printers have evolved. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, in the sense of 3D printing. So for example, now people can use 3D printing in order to build uh, their own house. Right. And mm -hmm. in certain countries, you can uh, obviously have access to that technology and reduce the price that you would normally pay uh, a construction company to do printing. So I thought this was a, a very interesting way of uh, using printing technology as well. So I mm -hmm. guess what I'm trying to allude to is that uh, printing companies will always have a demand for their technology, regardless of not only in the office, right. but also outside. Yes, I think, you know, I agree, you know, I think for the time being, you know, probably for a number of years to come, you know, um, we will still be using printers. Uh, it won't be, it won't disappear entirely in, anytime soon. Right. And, and, and as we are talking about printers, there are also um, other uh, resources we use, in the, we use in the office, such as scanners. Mm -hmm. Right. So sometimes you have to scan a PDF document or right. other documents right to get verified yes and, uh, well, that's a very very useful piece of technology as well um can you think of some alternatives to printers ah alternative um yes for example sometimes yeah. um our printer is probably not working or it runs out of ink right <laughs> ah okay um, kind of situations. Yeah, I think, um, well, let me give you another example. Like, uh, uh, when was it? Uh, a couple months ago, uh, I had to do my U.S. tax return, file my U.S. tax return. Uh, however, the problem is I don't have a printer, where, okay, here. So uh, what I did 
was I put the document uh, onto a USB flash drive, mm-hmm. okay? Right. And I went to a local printer, okay, and um, yeah, printed it out there. Uh, so I guess, you know, in times of in an emergency, if your printer runs out of ink, you know, you could always, you know, put the file, uh, save the file, uh, put it on a USB flash drive, and then you could have it printed out uh, somewhere else. Or, you know, if you have a friend, you know, you could uh, send it to your friend, uh, email, whatever, and your friend could print it out on his or her printer. Um, so, yeah, I think there are, there are also services that can help you out uh, as well. Absolutely. So what you're saying is you upload the file and mm-hmm. then you can go to, for example, a 7-Eleven, a Family Mart or another convenience store and you can also access the printers there. And um, it's probably much more uh, cheaper mm-hmm. than keeping a printer at home, right? Oh, yes, so definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, it's also good for the environment because you're not wasting any overhead cost or right. ink at home or paper. And yes. It's it seems much more economically feasible. Right, right. I know, and Greg, you know, when I was uh, in Japan, you know, of course, I uh, used to have a printer, you know, and uh, I remember every time, you know, I'd go to buy ink, uh, I would dread to go buy ink because it was so expensive. Okay, just yes, unbelievably. Absolutely. I mean, I would always just buy the black ink, you know, instead mm-hmm. of buying all the, the five packs of the other colors, you know, because I read somewhere that like a, a an ounce of ink is like uh, more expensive than gold. <laughs> You're correct. I read this article. Oh, you read the same thing. <laughs> Champagne. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. It's just uh, unbelievable. I don't know why it's so expensive. I um, there are different qualities of ink. So high quality may be ter- uh, used for shareholders meetings or right. for contracts, whereas there are low quality inks that you probably use internally right so. right that's true and i also think that the the these ink companies i think they're also you know have close connections with the printing print uh, companies that manufacture printers because if you notice if you go to a electronic store okay yes you could get a printer really cheap maybe like uh, thirty dollars forty dollars you know, three four five thousand yen you know okay so basically the printers they're basically giving it away. So I think how they're making their money, they're making their money up by selling you uh, the ink. You're very correct. And I have a, uh, a real story. I, uh, I, uh, a couple of years ago, I purchased two uh, HP computers, Hewlett Packard computers. Mm-hmm. And part of the deal was that they would offer me a free printer, ah. a free HP printer, <laughs> okay. right? Right. But little did I know at the time was that when I I got the free printer, then I have to purchase the ink. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So as you said, it complements each other. It's they use the computer as a platform right. in order for you to get the printer, and then you start to buy more and more ink. So they are actually making more money. Right. And, exactly. And I think, as you said, uh, similarly, um, my Apple iPhone. Right. So I've noticed lately that. The new iPhones don't have any jacks, mm-hmm. so basically I have to buy new accessories in ah. order to call people or to communicate. So you're saying what you're saying is that many products and many companies are using the similar business mm-hmm. model. Right, right. Yes. And also, I remember when I bought this one um, printer in Japan a couple of years ago, 
Um, I would, try, yeah, I went to the electronics store and I bought a generic uh, pack of ink. Okay, and yes. you know, I put it into the printer, and then I got this message saying that uh, it wasn't the authorized uh, or uh, uh, ink from the manufacturer, and it wouldn't, it, it rejected it. So basically, well, I had to, I had to buy the ink that the manufacturer uh, put out. <laughs> so it 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 uh it didn't meet the standard or, or it wasn't authenticated it wasn't yeah uh, yeah it, it was i got it was a message saying that this uh printer is fake or that the ink is uh fake or some strange message like that uh or not it was it wasn't an authorized uh from an authorized uh dealer but yeah so i think yeah basically you know uh the, these manufacturers, they want you to, you know, they'll give you a printer, but they want you to, you know, uh, whenever you need ink, go to them and buy, you know, uh, the ink from them exclusively. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as we spoke of, speak about ink, I was also thinking about uh, my headphones, the gadgets mm -hmm. that we sometimes mm -hmm. use. So, for example, uh, certain headphones don't work in certain phones. So the jack ah, does right. not. So you have to go and you have to purchase uh, yes. Mm -hmm. yes, yes, that's true. So basically, yeah, you know, you'll need to, in order to use your, you know, your device to the fullest capacity, you need to buy some extra stuff. Um, let me tell you an interesting story that I heard. Um, sure, you know, please go ahead. Is, yeah. So uh, I remember hearing this from um, when I was in Japan. Uh, this one person who he used to go on business, uh, is a business person, he used to go on business trips uh, in Korea. And he told me, okay, in Korea, you know, there's an um, uh, alcoholic drink called shochu. Okay, I'm sure you're quite familiar, you know, shochu. That's with the green bottle. Yeah, yeah, the green yes. bottle. Anyhow, um, the, I think, what was it, the president of, I think it was uh, one of the major shochu, you know, uh, manufacturer distilleries, uh, would always, so whenever in Korea, I guess, you know, when you pour, okay, a drink, let's say for another person, okay, um, you always, okay, you always pull a pour a full glass, okay. So he okay. created the bottle so that the last, okay, uh, when you pour the last drink, it'll only yes. fill well, like halfway, meaning, okay, and you never do that in Korea. You always uh, pour to the top. So then that would make the person buy another bottle from the shop. Okay, because it would be considered rude to just pour half of uh, a drink uh, to absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. So then it, it it kind of says that it, if you don't pour it, it's 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 a probably bad uh, manner. Right, right. So what are, what do they do? Okay, time to buy another bottle. So uh, so that's very similar, I think, to what we've been talking about. Whether it's uh, the ink or the gadgets, for, uh, accessories for the phone, uh, it seems a very similar. Uh, business strategy absolutely and another word we can use for that it's a very good ploy p-l-o-y mm -hmm. yes right yes so they use this ploy or this strategy to get consumer items because they know that by activating this situation consumers have no choice that's right Excellent discussion today, Will. And um, I would like to thank you very much for sharing your examples as well, especially to our listeners uh, on our podcast as well. And I look forward to uh, our future 
uh, discussions as well. Thanks very much, Will, for your time. And to our, uh, to our listeners, have a good day and speak to you again. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks, great.